podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Wolves Weekly, Match Day Live Extra with MyDieselClaim.com. Match Day Live Extra from Selhurst Park, where Wolves were beaten by three goals to two. There was a late goal for Mateus Cunha, his first of the campaign but the goal scoring started with Odson Edward after 56 minutes a low cross in from the left hand side he beat Maximilian Kilman to the ball turned it in at the near post Wolves got themselves level less than 10 minutes later Pedro Neto's free kick substitute He Chan Wang helping it on into the far corner to get Wolves back on level terms but Eboreche Eze from a long ball played forwards a little knockdown and he got the wrong side of Mario Lamina and got it into the far corner via a touch off Jose Sarr. And then a second for Odson Edward, a third for Palace. Again, Palace allowed to have runners through the middle that weren't tracked. And Edward able to take his time and coolly slot home into the bottom corner. A late cross from Pedro Neto was headed home by Mateus Cunha. Six minutes into added time, but Wolves didn't have enough to try and push for an equaliser. And they leave South London with nothing. I'm Mikey Burrows, the Hall of Fame, Randy Thompson, watched it alongside me. And you've been shaking your head for the last couple of minutes, very frustrated with the way, not with the way Wolves played in general, but more towards the way Wolves defended in that second half. Yeah, um, look, so you get, you've done well to get yourselves back into the game. Um, you've got yourselves one each and you make sure that everything's right. You don't let teams come down the middle of you. You don't cause... Uh, give them opportunities to cause you problems. Uh, and we did all the above. So we just let them stroll through us. And again, I'm not going to just blame, blame the, uh, the the lads at the back, because so, there was one incident where uh, Neto's let somebody run off, I think it was Ayu, run off him, and he's like expecting somebody else to do it. I'm sorry, but you've, you've got to take ownership of anything. I'd rather have two or three players around them rather than none at all, and that's what happened. And... And, and they got the goals from it, the, from people not tracking runners, making it easy, switching off. I know it's warm, I know people switch off because of the tiredness, but I'm sorry, but you can't let it happen. You can't be that easy to beat. Yeah, Wolves built their Premier League success in the early years by being incredibly hard to score against. And they, they always said the way the shape was set up that people weren't going to get through the middle of them. They might go around the outside, they might get set pieces, but they're not going to find a way through the gaps. And unfortunately today, Wolves allowed those gaps, they allowed those runners to go. Well, the second and third goal especially, so they've come right through the middle of us. Uh, got caught ball watching a little bit with it. Uh, the first ball's come from a decent cross from the, the left-hand side, um, from Mitchell. Kilman can't get beat there at the front post. There's no way Edouard should be getting in front of him. His starting position should be, he's in the space already, he can see the player, he's first to everything, he should be. But because he's switched off probably for a split second, Edouard has just gone in there quick, and by that time he's been caught on his heels, and he was able to get his foot to it, and so has got no chance of it. And again, it's coming down to good habits, coming down to that starting position, making it difficult for teams, getting yourself set up, make sure you're concentrating. Everybody out there needs to pull everybody about because people switch off. It's a natural thing, people switch off. But what they've got to do, people out there, you can have 11 captains, 
tell them, get your job, shouting at some screaming, getting people in positions, not just Kilman, the need to get in positions. Force them out wide, you don't want anybody coming up central positions of the pitch because they're going to score, which they've done in the second half. Um, it, the, as, as badly as Wolves defended second half, um, first half, apart from one moment where they tried to play out from the back and Palace caught them, Maximilian Kilman got a, a really good block on it to deny Palace. Um, the, the home side didn't really cause Wolves an no. issue. Well, I said to you, and I kept saying through commentary, this game is here for Wolves to win. I say I wasn't that impressed with Crystal Palace. I thought that we had more than enough to deal with them. But the basics let us down. Little passing, controlling the ball, little through balls. We didn't do very well at all. And if you keep repeating that time and time again, teams are going to think, hang on a minute, not going to really hurt us, which happened in the game. And, and Crystal Palace grew with confidence as the game went on, got the three goals in the second half. But you've got to be able to do those basics well. Somebody always said that to me. If you're struggling, get back to the basics, but you've got to do the basics well. And they didn't do that today. There was, we've seen people out there who were quality players from Wolves, miscontrolling the ball with nobody near them, mm. not passing it with nobody near them to, the, to where the target is. And, you, and it just baffles you like on a constant level that it's not just, again, not just one player, the numerous players keep doing it. When you look at the team selection, um, Pablo Sarabia came into the starting lineup, um, having played well on Tuesday night. Uh, Reina Nori into the starting lineup again, having played well on Tuesday night. Is it the difficulty really at this stage of, pre of the season, whereby you've just come off the back of a busy pre-season, they're probably working very hard under a new manager trying to get some of his ideas across. And then you've played a game on Tuesday night. With the benefit of hindsight, do you look at those two selections and maybe one or two others and kind of go, Wolves didn't look as fresh as they could have done? But there's nine changes in the week. Nine changes. So the players that are out there have, have, have had the week rest. They've had the week rest from the Everton game. And look, the, the manager will defend you to the hilt. He'll, he'll defend you for everything that you do out there, his team, because he's the one who's picked it, he's the one who's selected what, who's playing where. But he can't defend them with some of the errors that they're making, just basic errors which they're making. And he can't do that because like, once, once they cross the line, it's down to them players out there. So look, he's picked his team, he's done that. And look, there's more than enough talent in that team to cause anybody a problem, Crystal Palace included. It's all first off. They were they were just getting through Crystal Palace quite easily until that top third. And and I know I keep going on about it, but it's it's an area that we are struggling with all time. And and we, we've got to do something better. We we've just got to do that. Basically. You saw two quality balls in from Neto, mm. two goals, two quality balls. But we've got to have more. You've got to you brought on the the six foot nine centre forward. You you've got to change your tactics in the way they're going. Maybe go a little bit direct or maybe put that ball in there. But it just shows you that that little bit of a, uh, quality causes problems to Crystal Palace, and it did. Sasha Kalaja at 6'7". Six foot seven. Six I know you said 6'9". You're giving him a couple of inches. I know a couple of inches is important. It is, I? mate, yeah. Um, I, I, I wanted to ask you about Sasha Kalaja because we spoke a little bit um, on our pre-match build-up with Liam Keane from the Express and Star about Fabio Silva yeah. and the pressure that he will be under, having been given yeah. the number nine shirt this week 
Clearly, the message is you are our main guy. Yeah. And Lee Naylor's been very vocal with you and I about you know you have to you have to give him a run now, and you have to see how he goes. But it was really evident that Palace had a central focal point for their attacks, and they they got all three goals. One of which, obviously, from him getting onto it. The others from having people to play off. Question I ask to you is. Was Fabio Silva in the right areas enough? When Wolves were trying to put the ball in the box, A, did they make the right decisions when they got in the final third? But B, did they have enough of a focal point in the penalty area to play off? Probably not, to just tell you, because was the quality better in, the, in there? No. Was it a focal point? I think that he, he struggled to get in there. And I said this against Everton in the first half. He started position... For whatever reason, he, what he what he wants to do, and look, and, and and I know he's been working hard on his strength, but he thinks that he's going to be able to push centre halves aside in this league. You're not going to. They're international players, and they and they and they've got experience of playing. He's got to, he's got to start to get it figure out. And, and look, he's got to he's got to get it right. He's got to get it right. His starting position. He wants to outstrength them, and he, and it's just not working for him. So he's got to give himself a little yard or two just in front of him so he can come and get the ball. We struggled at Everton to get out from the back. We struggled again today to get anything out from the back. And we've got to do better with it. Um, but just for me, I just think that we've we've got, to, we've got to give him a chance. Don't get me wrong. We've got to give him a chance. But he's making it difficult every game for the manager to keep going through with it because the longer he doesn't get what he wants out of him, the more that he's going to have to think, well, I need to have a look elsewhere. And look, he's put a lot of faith in him by getting him the nine shirt, playing him. Uh, but again, I'd still continue to give him a chance. He's got, you've got to give him a bit of a run. You've got to give him a bit of a run in the side. I mentioned, obviously, a little bit of a boost for Mateus Cunha to have got a goal at the end. Obviously, not the circumstances he would want to score. But important, actually, to see him in the penalty area because we talk a lot about Fabio Silva. He's another one, isn't he? And I know he's playing in that kind of number 10 role, half 10, half 9. But Wolves need him to be in there, need him to be a threat, need him to be getting on the score sheet. He needs to be on his toes and, and not on his heels and getting across people. You saw the, the perfect goal, what he should be looking at from Crystal Palace for the first goal. Centre forward, peels back. Sprints towards the front post, gets across it. He knows the ball's coming in, and gets in front of Kilman. That's what he should be doing, but he don't because he's on his heels. The, the the defending teams are able to put the foot through it to clear it. They're able to get to it first because they know where he is. They know that he's not going to cause them a problem with the with his runs and where his his position is for his starting. Um, and 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 again, he's 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 going to have to. Learn quickly if he's going to hang on to that 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 focal point in the side by getting that ball, holding the ball up, and also as well being creative in that box. It needs to be a nuisance. It needs to be a nuisance in the box. And at the minute, it's it's quite easy. But just watching this again, sometimes I think that we're easy to play against. Yeah, I mean, look, this is the the stats from the game. XG was one point three four. Uh, Palace two point one three. So. 
Wolves actually outperformed their expected goals from the game. Um, 57% possession across the game in total, 60% first half, 54 second. Uh, 12 shots to Palace's 16, 9 to 6 in the first half in Wolves' favour, but only one was on target, six off target and two blocked. Second half, Wolves had three shots, all of which were on target. Um, across the whole game, uh, four corners to two in Palace's favour. Um, and let me just bring you uh, some of the passing stats. Wolves accurate with 83% of their passing, 428. That equals out of 513 attempted. Palace 79%. That's 309 from 389. Uh, crossing stats, 6 of 22 were successful. Palace 4 of 17. And dribbling 9 of 20. Palace 5 from 15. So Wolves continue to do well in taking people on which is a key part of what I think we're yeah, trying to do yeah, this year. Yeah. Um, but it's then what they do when they go past the player. And that's what, and this is the problem that we keep talking about. The problem that we've got is when we get into a positions, we're not utilising or we've been clinical with what we're doing. Um, and again, I'll just think the first half, and I'll repeat myself, I think it was there for us. I think that if we were just more positive and been a bit more ruthless, we would have got something out of that, out that first half. And then all of a sudden, Crystal Palace are in trouble because you're on the momentum of going forward. You're on the, we've got that confidence from getting something out of the game. But we don't, again, it, we're very happy to get the ball, come back, don't put the ball in, allow them to get back. We are too nice to play against sometimes. And he says, I thought the defending was poor. Palace practically walked their third goal in. They were clinical, but Wolves made it easy. Lots of stuff to work on at Compton in the next couple of weeks. Steve says, surely we need to go to three at the back, then let our attacking wing-backs go at it. We're just not good enough defensively for a 4-4-2. Um, this is a, a debate that you and I have had plenty of times. Um, I think... Look, I, I, I kind of lean towards what Steve's saying, and I have done for a while. And, and I wonder whether now they've got Santiago Bueno in, whether that may allow them to go to five at the back. Because there's no doubting that Wolves' fullbacks are probably better as wingers. Yeah, they are. And um, I think Bueno's our left back better than Nightmare defending in the in back four. And I would say, do you pick players for. Formations, yeah, you do, and you need to make sure that you're doing that. And I just think that if we're playing four, especially coming away from home, I think Bueno plays for me. I think Bueno is a, a, a much better defender than uh, Eight Nuri. He's erratic. He, he switches off. He allows people to get in. Uh, we saw him <laughs> to be really careful after getting himself booked for nothing, really, um, because more frustration, I think. But we saw a glimpse of it in the week where he played three at the back, Doherty pushing on. A little bit more, um, but do we go down that route where we got that extra man in the central position, possibly, at the minute? Uh, depending on how the, how the, how the yeah. new signings go on, depending on how the new signings go. Because look, I, I get there was a real clamour a while back to go to four at the back and get an extra attacker on the field for for Wolves to try and score more goals. Um, and you know, again, I made the point we scored two goals today. And we feel like we didn't really make good choices 
to to add to that, but there's no reason why we couldn't have got more than I'd, two. I think our decision making was awful. I think that, that some. Of but there was nothing wrong with the general attacking no, play. No, I, I think I think the, we yeah. had good, we had good play, especially in the first half. I thought some of the stuff that we played was really good, but when it come down to that crucial area, we just selected the wrong one, just selected the wrong option. Because if Wolves had five at the back today, they probably don't concede those three goals, right? Do they actually get the goals at the other end? Well, if the quality is good in there and, you, and, and players know it's coming in, we, we got the goals before with Jimenez just through that quality in there. It, if I, if I, again, we're getting back to um, people in the team. If you know as a centre forward that ball's coming in, as soon as they get the ball at the feet, they're not checking back, it's coming in. And that's what happened to us early stages when we with Nuno and that when we went to the five. We knew it was coming in. So I, I have that gamble. I try and anticipate what I'm doing to get in there, to try and get on the end of it. We don't do it anymore. We, we check back, we come back. It must be absolute murder for us, strikers. It must be murder with the amount of times we keep checking back rather than that. I think that's why he's played Neto down this left-hand side today rather than on the right because he knows he can get it out of his feet, which he did knock in a couple of decent balls in the first half. The real quality was in the second half when he set up the two goals. But it's all about that forward strikers knowing that it's coming. They can make a run. Eduardo, he saw in that for his first goal. He knew the ball was going to come in. So, like, Mitchell's just got it at his feet, put it in. So, all of a sudden, he's, he's gone with the first touch from Mitchell, pulled Kilman away, and then as soon as he knows it's coming, he sprinted into that and got his foot to it. And that's what the difference is. You've got to have quality coming in. For those strikers who know that there's going to be... You can even have a midfield runner or your otherwise full-back coming in as well to make the numbers up in the box. But if you know it's not coming in, it's hesitant on your heels a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just hard, isn't it? Because, uh, and this is a real difficult question to answer, so I apologise. But you you kind of ask the question to people. Um, you get, Look, everyone expects to lose at Man United. And actually, we played really, really well. But you kind of write it off sometimes and say, you know, look, you, we lost the game. We were unlucky. We came out yeah. with a lot of benefits. Brighton, I think, are an excellent team. Amazing team. We saw them yeah, destroy good. Newcastle last night. They'll do that. They'll do to us what they did to Newcastle. They'll do they to a lot of teams team. this year. Yeah, they yeah. Will. So I'm not worried about Brighton. I, I was worried about the, the manner in which we conceded goals quickly start of the second half, but not generally that worried. And again, I thought we did okay. If, they, if we went more defensive here, what many people would feel is more defensive in terms of three slash five at the back. And we came away with a nil-nil draw today or one-one draw. And we look at the table and we say we've got four points from the opening four games, but we were less entertaining. Would you take that? Yes, I'll take it because at the minute, people are thinking that we're going to be entertaining. We're losing games. We're losing games and, and like we're losing... It's the manner that we're losing the games is my problem. So, look, we, we're throwing it away. We, we're not staying with runners. We're not staying um, defending at the back. And it's causing us problems. It's causing us big problems. We're chasing games all the time. We just keep chasing. And, and you can't keep chasing. We've got ourselves back into it today. And I said when it was one each, you've got yourself a point at the minute. Don't You don't give it away. But, again down to the defensive errors um, and again I'm not just blaming the defence because it's, it's it's uh, the midfield and forwards as well who, who stay with runners but it's it's just so easy for teams to play against us and it's just cheap goals we're giving away 
I'm just watching it and so we got we got bodies in there, but nobody's nobody's next to the, the players who's scoring, and I I just think that for me, you start the game level, you make it difficult for teams to get behind you. Anything that you can create, which is a, a problem when we have got the four at the back, never mind the three at the back, we've got to take. And and I just think that you hold on to what you've got for me at the minute. And I know people want to say, oh, attractive football. But it's about, it's a results business. It's a results business. What we got to, if we can start to add a little bit more to it, then things can change around. Formations can change again. But at the minute, whatever whatever formation we we ain't great in that top bit of the pitch for me. Points over performance for you then. At the minute, yes. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think that we've got to get back to being difficult to play against. We're too nice. We're too nice to play against. Teams find space so easily against us. Um, Brighton in the first three three goals in the second half, straight through the middle of us. Within t- nine minutes, they scored three goals, coming just from one ball. We shouldn't be beat with one ball. So earlier on, in, especially in the, so early on in the second half, but we do. We get we get caught with just one ball. But we c- we don't we don't do it up the other end with one ball. We have to do brilliant play. And sometimes we overplay. We want to score the perfect goal. It's not going to happen. Sometimes you just got to be ruthless. International break now. Um, and then three consult, games next consult month. Consult for two weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liverpool at home. Lunchtime kickoff on the 16th. Away at Luton. Home to Manchester City is the three games next month. Um, obviously, many people will point to the Luton game. That's going to be a tough place to go. But... Um, you kind of got to take something from the Liverpool City games. Something you would feel to kind of get a bit of a feel-good factor going. Yeah, you've got to get some result from somewhere out of the three games. Like you said, Luton are going to be scrapping for their lives because they've gone into the uh, international break with no points. Um, there's teams who are going to be scrapping for their lives and, and again, they'll make they'll make it ugly playing against teams and, and I'm sure they'll do it against us. You've got to do the same against Liverpool. So the other Liverpool and Man City are two teams who've got quality players who, who can get through you, who can play through you. We've got to make sure that we more than match it, and that's what we've got to do. Especially being at home, you being at home, you you've got to make it Wolves a fortress. You've got to make it as difficult as you can. Now Brighton come, and I thought it was a decent um, performance in the first half. We could have had a couple of goals, which we missed. Um, they scored the one. But it was the the manner that the con- we conceded the three goals is more of a worry and a concern for me. And again, the two goals in the second half, um, then it's not good viewing. It's not good viewing at all when I've watched the replay. And we and we've got to do something to make it more uh, difficult for teams and ugly for teams to actually get into us. But um, look, the manager's got two weeks to work on it, hasn't he? Yeah, and that's if we're if we're going to end this on a positive. Um, he has got new players in. Obviously, we didn't see any of them today for differing reasons. But don't forget, he's he's only been in the club a month or so. Yeah. And and you ain't going to get all your ideas and all your ways of playing at the moment. It's give him two weeks to work on yeah. that on that training pitch. And and I will make the point because there are people who are tweeting me, um, very critical of, of certain things. We defended like this last season under Julian Lopetegui. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So look, it, it, this, is, this is not a Gary O'Neill thing. It's, it's, no, yeah. it's, it's nothing. To, it's not just him. 
So, look, it's nothing new. We, we've done it numerous times last year, probably the year before that as well at times. We've we've just got to make sure that we're, we're horrible to play against or we it's, it's ugly to play against. We've got and, and like turn it around then because if you keep giving the better teams and the better players time, space to hurt you, they will do, which we saw this afternoon. Annie Thompson, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure Indeed. seeing you back, Michael. Uh, yeah. I should have stayed on honeymoon, <laughs> shouldn't I? <laughs> that Irish bar again, mate. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Sweden, Denmark, I'm, call I'm coming. Um, thank you very much, Tranny Thompson. Make sure to look out for Wolves Express. Uh, back on Monday, Wolves Weekly will be with you via midweek as well. Uh, we'll catch up with all the latest news at wolves.co.uk and via our social media channels as well. Wolves Weekly, Matchday Live Extra, brought to you by mydieselclaim.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.